0: Find out what's making a comeback. I'm Kelly Wilkness, and I'm here with Anita Joyce. This is Decorating Tips and Tricks, Episode 316, Prior Trends That Are Making a Comeback. And you can find the show notes for today's episode at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 316. Is there anything really new in the decorating world, Nita Jean?
1: Uh, You know,
0: maybe, maybe
1: not. I mean, you know what I think about with these trends coming and going are the old bell-bottoms. The old bell-bottoms went away, and now they're back, but they're not called that anymore. Now they're boot-cut or flare jeans. And hip-huggers? Yeah. They're back, but they're now their low riders. You know, it's just
0: everything gets tweaked a bit. It's the same thing, but
1: it's just called, well, and it, it's tweaked, but it's called something else too. That seems to be a, an important difference. So yeah, you know, it seems like it's just kind of, there's only so much out there and it comes and goes and people, you know, I mean, there's a reason for it. You see it everywhere. People get bored with it, then it's out, and then you're
0: like, "What was that thing we did 20 years ago?" Right. Yeah, let's bring that back. Yes, because one trend starts in a reaction to another trend, like yeah. you know, the craftsman style reaction to the overabundance yes. of the Victorians, and uh, you know, the mid-century modern in reaction to the Art Deco. You know, so it's like. As we say, the pendulum swings, it swings far, and then it goes back into the other direction. But I I think it just underlines again what we are talking to you guys about all the time is developing your own style. So you're not in one of these pendulum swinging mm-hmm. trend cycles. But it is really interesting to... Take a look at the trends and also see what's, you know, coming back that has been pretty hot for a while, and how you can incorporate it into your own style. So we're, that's what we're gonna be talking about today. It's some stuff that might make you even go, no, or gosh, I didn't do that the first time around, or I wasn't even born the first time around. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, all that sort of stuff. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of different sorts of reactions today as we go through, but. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's try to keep our emotions in check. Oh, yes. Let's,
0: let's, let's. You want to start?
1: Sure. Uh, Well, I'm thinking about mid-century modern. Now it was, you know, obviously this is the style that was around in the 50s and 60s. Then it went so out of style. I mean, if you'd seen it in the 70s or 80s, you would have cringed at how out of, style it looked it just looked so dated so out of touch with you know the way things looked at that point everything and then was very early 18th century all mahogany and now it's swung back to mid-century modern now there's been a slight uh turbulence there you know it's not as in as it was a couple years ago but i feel like there are pieces of that mid-century modern that have moved into uh kind of classic look, and I think it is still around.
0: Yeah, but it's definitely on its way out. As right. far but as there's being elements hot,
1: hot. of it. I, right, right, right. But but I'm just saying, I'd say that's something that went out and is back in uh, pieces of it are, but not completely.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I first visited Peter's parents' house, and that would have been in the very early 90s, and they had – all mid-century pieces and it just it did it looked like the the living room in particular it sort of like stood still and it, they had like the danish modern um the daytime like, stood still the console like where you would put the records on you know i don't even remember like a hi-fi is that what you would call that you know and it was I all guess. That, yeah, i guess like kids' parents danish had the modern. same
1: thing the big The huge thing. It was like the size of a buffet if Mm -hmm. you're under a certain age. And that was your that was your iPod (laughs) your iPhone. It was this huge, massive thing. And it had the record player in it. And I guess maybe you needed it so well, the speakers were huge and I guess that's where you kept your records. I don't really remember.
0: Yeah. Well, my, my point being is that when I walked in, I was like, Oh gosh. Wow. You know, like I could really, I could even then when I wasn't even doing this for a living, I was like, Wow, maybe I could help out here a little bit <laughs> moving this forward. But then going back and visiting when mid-century modern was so hot, you think, oh my gosh, people would be going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like all the coolest mm-hmm. people on the West side of LA would be just dying for my mother-in-law Edith's, you know, living room set. Right. Um, right. And- but not
1: exactly like she had it though. I mean, that's like you said, They'll, they don't just take the whole thing and pick it up. It would be pieces and it would be mixed with different things that would be hot, but not exactly the way it was done back then.
0: Right. But mm-hmm. what's happening now is... I think there's a reaction to the mid-century modern, and you're getting a little bit more of this Art Deco look coming in. So that is trending yes. back in. Yes. And my grandparents
1: uh, had a lot of that that furniture from the 30s. I remember there was, uh, you know, the – the think about those old vanities with the huge round mirrors. Do you know yes. what I'm talking about? Oh, my, my grandma on. Dolores had that. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah, my grandma did too. That was uh, – Yeah, I just – but it looked so different from what we had because my parents had fairly new furniture. And so it just – it was – I don't know. It was like a different magical world going to my grandma's house and seeing those
0: things. Well, isn't that nice anyway?
1: Yeah, it was fun. I mean, but yeah, I don't remember – uh, necessarily being attracted to it so much, but just thinking it was so unusual and so exotic, I guess, in a way.
0: Well, yeah, because I think the Art Deco stuff, which, you know, it, the hallmarks are, is uh, more ornamentation, which again, is sort of a reaction to the mid-century, mm-hmm. uh, you know, well, the mid-century was a reaction to that, I guess. Right, right. The other um, yes, exactly. And the, f- the shapes are geometric yes. the patterns are geometric and, and there's a lot of symmetry and it kind of has this old school glamour so like like almost great gatsby mid 20s into the 30s kind of look right and right. it wasn't that it, it is not that prevalent well let's just say it's never going to be right reach the uh ubiquitous status a farmhouse. You know, there's not gonna be that many people decorating in this Art Deco look, but it's definitely a trend that's coming back. And we're seeing it in subtle ways and um patterns and fabrics and just a just a little bit more ornamentation. Like, you know, I don't know, not everybody's going to be walking around reading Ayn Rand's Fountainhead and, and, you know, thinking of like all these art deco sorts of uh, apartments and looks. But you can well, maybe incorporate it into what you've got going on. But it definitely has this old school glamour, which I like, but I was I have never honestly been really drawn to the art deco
1: look. Well, and think, if you don't know what we're talking about, think about the Empire State Building. Yeah, that would be that's a good example. the Art Deco. And Kevin and I used to love watching the Thin Man oh. movies, uh-huh. which I think were set around the 30s. They're um, old.
0: Yeah. I think well, we used old. to
1: watch them. And then I pulled them out recently. And it was just pretty funny because they're just drunk all the time. And they're trying to solve these crimes. And I'm thinking, you know, that's really so politically incorrect. I mean, and when we were watching them, it was the 90s. I guess we just thought they were cute, uh, you know, and old. And now I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. they are
0: <laughs> It's really out of touch with... Smoking, drinking, and wearing fedoras.
1: Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, all the things that are super not cool anymore.
0: Yeah. That's so funny. Okay, so then moving on, another uh, older trend, past trend that's coming back is... Rattan, Wicker, and Bamboo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's all part of this
1: new Boho aesthetic, you know, that's back in. So I think that's what's reviving that look. But it's kind of an updated boho. It's not necessarily the older boho with all those rich uh, tapestries and everything. Now it's kind of more of a lighter, more of a tribal look. And Mm -hmm. so I'm seeing these in things like, you know, bar stools and, and the storage chests and side tables. And, you know, I'm really into using the wicker baskets as chests. You know, if you see kind of like a trunk. Mm-hmm. I love those. I have several of those. And, you know, that that's just really such a nice look for storage. Um, well,
0: yeah. And I mm-hmm. think the wicker chest, like you're saying, I have several of those too. I mean, that runs all through different styles. Mm-hmm. That could be That's true. European, that could be French country, mm-hmm. that could be farmhouse, you know, and it could be boho. What I think is happening with the wicker and rattan is it's even seeping into more traditional type of settings. Like even in a more traditional type of living room, you might see a rattan chair, maybe it's painted or something like that. But it it definitely is rubbing up against uh, more traditional type furnishings. It doesn't have to be on the porch. It doesn't have to be in a boho room. You know, everybody doesn't have to be sitting in a butterfly chair or what Are they they butterfly chairs or peacock chairs? I think peacock? Peacock chair, right? You know, that big, or, you know, everybody can picture what that looks like, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I actually had a peacock
1: metal peacock chair that was old. A child's one. I I may still be at the farm. I don't know. Sometimes these things are left out and they get rusted and we have, they have to say. They have to go bye bye, and I right. sometimes I can't remember
0: what's still well, it's hard to keep viable, it straight, isn't it? It
1: is hard. Yeah. I
0: found I was looking around when I was you know, t- um, thinking about the trend coming back, and I thought, well, you know, how could we translate that into uh, a little accent piece in all our houses? So I found this hourglass shape water hyacinth table that is so darling. You know, it just it's a little side table, almost like a. Like a garden oh. stool ish, but it's a be- de- very definitely an hourglass. Why shape. am and I seeing that? I think I've seen that somewhere. Who sells oh, that? So Do you pretty. know? Um, I have the link. I'll put in the link. It's it okay. It's, it's about a hundred bucks, but I mean, well, could that's be so a interesting. Spectacular look.
1: Yeah. So when I was in high school, I worked at this uh, clothing store, ladies' clothing store. And uh, you know, I was just so nerdy and not cool. But I worked with this really cool person who was, you know, she was in her twenties and she lived in an apartment. And she was Whoa. she was thin and tan, which I will never be tan. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like, and she had anyway. She was just really pretty and everything. Well, I remember going to her apartment one day, and she had a you got winter. to go over to her apartment. I did. <laughs> I know. I felt like really special. you're probably
0: nervous. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was trying to act as cool as I, as I possibly could, but I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure she was laughing the whole time. So she had a wicker basket and I thought this was so cool because she had put a piece of glass on it and this is before Pinterest or anything uh-huh. and made it into a side table. But so, you know, first off, she'd been clever, kind of creating her own furniture. Right. But the other thing back then, she had put dried flowers in it, so when you looked into the basket, there was like this bouquet of flowers. And, I mean, I like—I know, you know. I mean, now it sounds a little funny, but I mean, but you know, it was very creative. No, that's
0: that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, I was that's very such impressed. a fun memory, though. That yeah, you were so excited—that's so funny. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. I think the wicker uh, on this. Um, What is it? Water hyacinth table. You you can't open it. So you couldn't put in your dry, dusty status, (laughs) even if you wanted to. No, no, no. It's pretty. um, It could be very streamlined. It could look great. I mean, coastal, it would do without a bat of an eye, but you could probably put it in any sort of room, maybe not mid century modern. I would not put it in there or an art deco room, but I could work with a lot of different styles. And look nice. So think about working in some rattan and wicker. And those are things, aside from the basket, that you can pick up really for not too much money at all. Even new, they're not that much money.
1: Well, and definitely the baskets. Oh, my goodness. Wicker baskets are so wonderful for storage. And there's so many different styles. Really, it doesn't matter if your style is contemporary or country French or whatever. There's going to be a basket that goes with your style. I've even seen some beautiful colored ones that just had some a beautiful blue on it at anthropology that was kind of more the boho style uh-huh. that would be really pretty sitting out on a dresser or whatever you could use it to you know to put some things in mm-hmm. so there's so many ways to use baskets and i mean well that's that could be a whole podcast episode right there is how to use baskets
0: oh we'll go write that one down i know i'm writing it down okay now Stainless, we're just going to have to shove you over a little bit because stainless steel appliances, they're always going to be a good choice. And this is just a a past trend that's coming back, but it's Coming back in these fun retro appliances that have fun colors and darling silhouettes, great shapes, cool handles. So it might be something that you want to consider adding. They're not gonna be they're not kitschy really anymore. Um, although some of them are absolutely darling, like those smegs and whatnot from the fifties, or you know, to look like yes. they're from the fifties. But yes. um, you know, I'm feeling like you know, my old stove, like I'm right on this new... Oh, you're so on trend. This comeback dear. trend. You are. But, you know, obviously my stove has weathered a lot of different trends. It It <laughs> held its head high <laughs> through the stainless steel trend and it's held its head high through the avocados trend and all of those trends. It survived a lot of years that, yeah, you, so that somebody old lady, else would have thrown it away. Yeah, so, so she's, yeah. from 1929, that stove has seen a lot of other stoves come and go. So I'm excited to hear that retro appliances are back. But that doesn't oh, mean... so in.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like Elmira is another brand that sells them. And mm-hmm. my friend Kathy had a blue retro refrigerator. It was such a beautiful refrigerator. I mean, they moved from that house. They don't have it anymore. But what a beautiful uh, refrigerator. It just was like the showpiece of the whole kitchen. So these are more expensive than regular refrigerators, but they really are beautiful. But here's another idea for you. Let's say you really like that look of the Smeg or the Elmira refrigerator, but you're saying, you know what? That's a big expense. I'm not going to replace my refrigerator. You can kind of have that look in your kitchen on a much smaller scale if you think about a toaster or a, a tea kettle or something, because the Smegs do make the smaller size. And you know, my personal favorite that I've mentioned on the podcast before, Russell Hobbs.
0: Oh, those are so cute! It's, I know I, it's I had on not my heard list. of that until you mentioned it that day, and then I went and looked, and I was
1: like, "Oh my gosh!" Okay, I'm gonna have to have the toaster and the tea kettle. They they're the in the beautiful colors. They come in a couple different colors, and the toaster comes with a cage to put on the top. So if you have some big pastry. You know, I'm setting stuff on top of my toaster all the time to heat it up because it's not gonna fit in like
0: a bis- a biscuit. Oh.
1: But if I had one of these, I could just put it in that little cage and it'd be just right.
0: Are they gluten free biscuits? I'm just checking in because I made gluten free
1: today. I made gluten free biscuits. I'm oh. telling you. Okay. I am not no, no, no. No, no, we no. went to no, we went to the Indian restaurant, garlic naan, didn't touch it. Oh that's and hard. It was extremely difficult.
0: Yeah. But I, yeah. I held I, I had the first couple of weeks I tried that, I, I it's hard to pass up a stale pretzel. Like, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> did someone drop this? I'll just eat it. I mean, I or, wanted to so badly. Or you go to so Costco badly. because
1: the samples there don't count. You know, if you have gluten there, it's like, eh, it's a bite. Oh, I didn't know about it. I might have to re-zoom my No, membership. they don't count. No, they don't count. No. Oh. I mean, like you a- can have that gluten and it's like, it's
0: a free ride. <laughs> I was, yeah. We're, but you know what? Totally off topic, but I am not missing it anymore.
1: Oh, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been, you know, I mean, definitely gluten-free off and on. I mean, I probably, yeah, maybe 10 years. It's been a long time. But sometimes I'm more strict than others. But
0: You were gluten-free
1: when gluten-free wasn't cool. And when it was almost impossible to find. So we just stopped eating bread. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And sorry. Well, really that's pretty
0: much care. what I've done. I mean, okay, let's get back on topic. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. We can go.
1: I know. Sorry. you you are not listening to a gluten free podcast.
0: Okay. Okay. But okay. So this one, you need to be prepared. If this is what I
1: think it is, the, co- the yeah, I, I think the colors are coming back.
0: No, yes. No. Avocado. No.
1: Okay. Yeah. Let me say orange. I did a post a long time ago on the color gray. And I just recently got a comment. You know, people can comment. The post can be two years old and people can still leave a comment. I mean, you would have think I called this woman so many names. She was so agitated and angry. She hates gray. And it was such a, a just an angry response to the gray. And I'm thinking that how she felt about the gray I think that's how I'm feeling about these 70s <laughs> colors. The avocado green, the orange, the uh, mustard yellow, the tans and the browns.
0: Yeah. I can't.
1: They may be back,
0: but they're never coming back to my house. Yeah. I remember my mom having this orange fondue pot. Like, I just remember certain things. And I think that at one point there was an avocado refrigerator in a house i oh. lived in. <laughs> okay, so no wait a minute. My that uh, my in-laws
1: had this cute little cabin in the mountains of North Carolina when 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 i married into the family. Downstairs uh, I can't remember there was a kitchen upstairs and down. It was a small little cabin but but there was one up and down. One of them had avocado green appliances. I can't remember which one. One of them, I, it was the downstairs, had a bright orange countertop.
0: Wow. I am not. Yes. Yes. Wow. Imagine that combined. That would have been really spectacular. Yeah. 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 It's hard. It's hard. And it's so distinctive of that time. If you started to use those colors in combination, I think it would definitely have this kitsch feel. So, you know, if that's something fun that you want to do, then that's the way to make that happen, have that feeling. But let's just say, I do like, let's call it a burnt saffron rather than a mustard yellow. Um, because I'm not a mustard fan, definitely more of a ketchup girl. But the burnt saffron, like I like that color, like a deeper sunflower. You know, that'll oftentimes Is my accent color if I have one in my house? And so I'm okay with that color, but I think it's the the idea of them coming back in combination. But you know, it's just something you need to be aware of. If anybody tries to sell you an avocado refrigerator, you know, just know it might be on trend, but it might not be for you. So we're just letting you know,
1: just watch Mm -hmm. out. Yeah. I mean, I've heard and and look, yeah, I heard it too that the 70s colors are back, but are they coming back here? No. Have I really seen it anywhere? Not really. It's just somebody out there said they were coming back. Well, that's probably because they have a lot of bunch of brown stuff left over from the 70s. They're still trying to get rid of.
0: Well, another... uh Color or finish that's coming back is chrome. So we had, you know, the brass and the unlacquered brass, and then the shiny brass even made a little appearance. But people were like, no, 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 we don't really want the shiny brass. But the shiny silver, the chrome is coming back. And I think that's absolutely fine. Uh, it's usually uh, less expensive, you know, when you see the chrome version of faucets and whatnot. And it is a classic. It, I mean, that is what sink faucets were made of for years and then oh, they got absolutely yeah and then they had a patina over time which then designers and manufacturers morphed into this brushed look mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you could get the old look a little bit by the brushed but you know it's a very it's, uh, also depending upon the shape or the silhouette of your faucets or hardware um you, know, you can have this very um, vintage feel to it, which is really nice. And I'm sure our sponsor, D Lawless, has a ton of different hardware in Chrome that you could check out if you would like to add some Chrome uh, bits and bobs to your house. Yeah.
1: And something else that, I mean, I'm so into this is the velvet furniture. I mean, it was in for a while when kind of the more luscious fabrics were popular, then everything went very um, neutral and uh, simple and not so luxurious looking, more casual. But now the, the velvets are back and I love velvet. I think it's such a great, a great fabric.
0: Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I have a room that I would like to bring back. And I think it is happening. I think there is a trend towards bringing back a dedicated living room. And I would like to know what you think about that, Anita. Well, I look, I'm for whatever works for for
1: for the person. So, I'm not pro living room or anti living room. I just think it needs to make sense for the person. And I know growing up, you only went, I mean, in our house, I mean, we lived in the basement in the family room. Was that just you in the basement
0: with no clown Sunday
1: or were other people down there? (laughs) The whole family was down there. Now we had a very nice, I mean, quote unquote luxuries, not really, but upstairs, you know, that had the nice view and the nice living room with the nice furniture only went in there for two reasons. If we had guests or if I was getting yelled at, that was the only time I was allowed in that room.
0: And it was like a no food
1: zone. So like, why would you want to go in a no food zone anyway? There was no eating allowed in there,
0: you know? Well, okay,
1: this is, all right. The dog a- wasn't allowed in there. It was it was like, why would I go there? No
0: food, no dog? I don't think so. Okay, he, that this is this is what happened. So I'm so glad you mentioned that because I am not alone. There is definitely a trend to bringing back a dedicated living room, but mm-hmm. in a, a different way than what you just described. <laughs> what happened, unfortunately, to the living room, mm-hmm. uh, because- Years ago. My parents ruined it. That's what your happened. My parents ruined it. But, and other people were in on it too, but it was primarily your parents. But <laughs> primarily in years and years and years ago, the living room was a place of, uh, your, where you gave a first impression, where you entertained guests, where you actually went and enjoyed it. And probably people had, you know, people came over more. They weren't just emailing each other. All these things were going on. And, even if you could eat there or not eat there, it was being used. What happened was at some point, you know, starting with your parents, uh, the <laughs> living room was completely pretty sure it is derailed <laughs> because it was seen as a room that should be roped off. That, so who would want to go in there not to be able to do anything? And the only thing that could happen there is, in your case, you were getting yelled at. So Mm -hmm. who would want to go into that room? It became this sacrosanct space that was off limits, separate, often uncomfortable and relatively unusable. So why would you go there? Well, Here's so the, the sad thing, thing was – so mm-hmm.
1: obviously, it's a room that was only used – I mean, in our particular case, it was used five uh, – not even 5% of the time. Really, probably more like 1% of the time it was actually used. You must have used. been a
0: very good girl. You
1: didn't get yelled at Oh, that well, no, no, no. But it, they just did it quickly. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, you know, a minute, you're pretty much, you know. Yeah, but, you,
0: you got it. I but. mean,
1: there's enough yelling in a minute. You're done. Uh, so, yeah, I mean – So it's this huge space that was completely wasted most of the year. And, and so that's what I have against it. I don't have against, I'm not against living rooms in general, but if you're not using them, then I think it's a waste of time. So if you have a way to use
0: it, then I'm all for it. Well, here's the thing. It's really just a couple of things. It's your mindset obviously it's the way your house is set up. So if your house was built at a certain time, you probably have a separate living room. If your house was built after a certain year, you may have a great room with an open concept. So then you don't have a separate living room. And that's that's terrific and fine too. But for the people who A, have a separate living room or... Or would like to find an older home that has a separate living room, or would like to build a new home that has a separate living room, which is happening more now. They're going, there's less and less great rooms being made, and there are more separate living rooms because it is really nice to have separate rooms that have. That serve different purposes, right? Uh-huh. So, with everything right. collapsed into one room where it's entertaining and it's family and it's eating and it's getting yelled at and it's getting praised, and all these different things are going on in this one room. Um, I don't know, I, humans kind of like to have these separate spaces, mm-hmm. and so I think we're yeah. trending back towards this separate living room. And you know, I do live in a home that has a separate living room, uh, and so you know and i'm it works with this house i would not have knocked down walls and made a great room in this house it would not have been right for the house um but i so i'm really buoyed by this whole idea of a separate living room
1: well i think
0: um
1: you know one way to look at it is if you get bored being in one room all the time, it's kind of nice to have another room to hang out in. But again, you need to go there, and I think as humans, we just tend to have this just one place that we usually sit and go to, and so mm-hmm. you know by habit, it's usually just one particular room. Uh, our current house does not have a living room. The old house uh, had a living room, but we didn't have a study and. You know, when we lived there, that's when they had the big computers and Mm -hmm. that's before we really, before laptops. So, you know, that's where we, that's where the computer was. That's where we worked at the desk. That's where we got the checkbook out back Mm -hmm. when we had a checkbook. Right. You know, that's where we wrote the letters back when we wrote
0: letters. Oh, right. Okay. So now it's like you don't even need the study now. Well, yeah, because you're very portable. But here's the thing. If you have a living room... Consider this as a comeback trend and consider how you can use your living room uh, to the best advantage for yourself and your family. If it's not being used and it's a Christmas room, (laughs) that's it. Or it's a, when someone's coming over, we sit in the living room room, try to figure out a way that you can use it. If the furnishings on there are not really inviting and they're pretty, but they're uncomfortable, maybe consider adding a really comfortable mm-hmm. chair or oh, yeah. consider adding a, a small uh, round pedestal table with a, that you could pull up maybe two, three, maybe even four chairs and you know, put a game on it, put a puzzle on it, even just put a pile of books that could be inviting. Add some things to the room that will make it a destination for you and your family. I'm not saying you have to let the kids eat in there. You don't. I wouldn't. But make it a place where um you feel like you can so go and are put you your saying, feet
1: up. Are you saying that it's gonna be uh, so are you thinking of it in the traditional sense that it's a more formal living area or are you thinking just kind of a second living area?
0: No, I mean I think it should have it, in this trend that's coming back, I think it definitely still has that sense of a uh more of a dignified room and mm-hmm. that, you know, one Are you is- saying our other rooms are not dignified? <laughs> But you know, you know what I'm talking about. There's this thing about the living room. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. why it became the room that people didn't go into because it, right. that part was carried too far. Right. It, you know, it, it was like, oh, that's only for guests. We need to, you know, the whole... But that was kind of back in the day, you know, you, you you it was all about impressing
1: people. So you had to have the nice room. You know, you only spent money on the rooms on the front of the house, the rooms that were for guests and you didn't spend money on the kitchen because that was just you and you didn't spend money on... On the master bedroom or the bathroom. And, you know, life has, has switched. And I think I'm thrilled that now people say, you know what? It's worth spending money on the part of the house that I live in because I, you know, I'm here. I think that's,
0: I'm glad. Very for that. true. So let's carry that further. People are spending money on the kitchens and people are spending money on other rooms where the real living is going on. Well, what I'm saying is this trend that I'm loving is also. Spending, it doesn't even have to be money, but spending, giving attention Mm -hmm. to this. Actual, the room that's called the living room, right? And sure. making use of it. Not, mm-hmm. not to say that this now becomes a room where there was TV trays and things like that. No, it still should be beautiful. It's still most likely the room that's at the front of the house, and it is going to be a first impression. So, you, if you care about your decor, like you must, if you're listening to us, then you're going to want it to be beautiful. But does it mean that you can't use it on a regular basis? Yeah, as a separate yeah. room and enjoy it. So it's not off limits to you. If if in your mind, your living room has a um, invisible velvet rope, take it down, go in there and let other people go in there and enjoy that space. That's my favorite uh, past trend that's making comeback because I love the tweak of it just like you were saying in the beginning with the jeans and all of that. Okay. This is the tweak on the living room. It's still beautiful, but it's usable and it's comfortable and it should be welcoming to you, not only people that are occasionally coming to your home as guests. Yeah. Well said. Comfortable and inviting. Thank you. You know what else is comfortable and really inviting? Yes, my friend Annie Diamond, who I met again. I meet all these wonderful people. Uh, Is this? Wait a minute. Have you stepped over to the crushes? I stepped to my crush. I was making my segue to my crush. Okay, right. So, okay, big big band crush away. My crush. Okay, so my friend Annie Diamond. I have never met her in person, but she's one of those people where you connect, and just like we've done with so many of you listeners and our readers and all that. There's, Mm -hmm. you know. You reach out, and all of a sudden, there's this connection. You have, you know, you have things in common. You might have a laugh, whatever. So, I met Annie probably on Instagram first, and she has a beautiful blog called Most Lovely Things. She has spent time living in California. She's also from uh, the East Coast in the New York tri-state area, and um, she has. Just a wonderful aesthetic. It's really beautiful and clean lined, and I think you'll really enjoy it. I love her Instagram. And then she also has another Instagram with um, these coffee shops of New York, which I love following um, because I just sort of would love to. Meet up with Annie at one of these great coffee shops that she discovers, and you know, sit in the window and watch the world go by while chatting with her. I think you guys will all find her as enchanting as I do. So I'm going to leave notes, um, in uh, links, I should say, in the show notes to Annie's mm-hmm. blog, Most Lovely Things, and her both her Instagram accounts, so you can get to know her as well.
1: Oh, well thanks for sh- Yeah, uh, I love to find us. new
0: Instagram accounts and new vlogs to read, so I hope you guys do too. So, I think you'll enjoy Annie. Oh, well great. Well, my crush today is a show I found on Amazon
1: Prime and you know the Victoria TV show. Don't don't, is- don't
0: spoil it. I haven't seen the last one. No,
1: I haven't either. okay. But I mean, just go read history and you'll know what na,
0: na, 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 No, 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 I'm not there yet either.
1: Anyway, no, but I'm watching it and I'm, I've been thoroughly enjoying it from the beginning. And so this is an interesting, it, this is not that show, this is a different show and it's just two episodes, but it's very fascinating. It is called Queen Victoria's Letters, A Monarch Revealed. And they have, uh, they're reading the letters, they have some experts on there talking about what was going on at different times in her life. Uh, what she was thinking and and what she was writing at the time. And so these are, she apparently was a very prolific uh, journalist. Oh. And so she wrote in her journal every day. And when she died, her daughter, I guess it was Vicki. I don't know. Uh, uh, destroyed a lot of oh. her journals. However, there, you know, there was so much material that mm-hmm. there's a substantial amount that she she didn't touch so it's it's very fascinating to hear about what she was thinking apparently she was not as dour as she looks in all the pictures she did have she, enjoy a good laugh and uh yeah so it's very interesting her thoughts on motherhood and everything and i love when there's a show about his, a historical figure like the victoria show to then go check with history to see how close that mirrors the actual reality wow. so it's it's fun to it's fun to read her actual letters
0: oh i bet I think that's probably mm-hmm. so it's uh, someone narrating it and they're just reading them to
1: you uh well no i mean there there's different people talking so it's not just one long narration mm-hmm. there'll be a little there'll be someone reading a section uh, i can't remember the actress's name but uh she's really good mm-hmm. um you know i've seen her in a ton of things you'll recognize her but Four Weddings and a Funeral and a Bunch of the Jane Austen things. Uh, she'll read a little section of the diary or the journal, and then there'll they'll be other people on there talking about her. Oh, interesting. And that mm-hmm. is, um, did you tell me, Amazon Prime? It is Amazon Prime. Okay. Very interesting. If you like historical figures, and you know, we are very fascinated with Queen Victoria because she and Albert shaped so much of how we live our lives today over here in America. Even though you know, didn't it we was say a we were going to do a
0: show about that? I think yes, we should. it's
1: on our list about all the things that that they instituted that now affect the culture still today.
0: Fascinating, yeah. So hopefully, other people will be interested besides just you and me. No, no, I think I think well, come on, let us know if you are. Mm-hmm. Okay, so did we have a listener question today? I believe that we did, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I think, yes, want to share that with us? Okay, so we have Jessie M. Jessie, subject line is, help me! (laughs) Okay, we're here. We're going to help. Jessie says that she loves the vintage country home look, and she wants her home to feel cozy, welcoming, and comfortable. Well, got that. Love it. Uh, She doesn't care for a lot of color. She uh, declares that she's pretty much a plain Jane with regard to that. Uh, black, white, creams, and browns, uh, and then she sent us a picture of her bedroom. And she, the questions are: Should I have a rug? What kind of lamp should I get? Should I change my bedding? And should I paint my walls? So, let me give everyone. Anita has this picture in front of her as well. So, let me give you a an idea of what's going on in this room. It is very simple, but that is, you know, there's, I'm not, there's no criticism. I'm just describing. It's simple, can be very beautiful. So there's a um, well, she's self described likes it, right. um, you know, on the plain side, right? Yeah. So there's a um, wooden bed with a tallish headboard in sort mm-hmm. of an ashy brown, and mm-hmm. it looks like the dresser, and there's at least one nightstand that is matching it. So that's all this sort of. I would say it's like sort of ashy brown, not gray, but sort of like an ashy brown wood. <laughs> kind of and dark then, brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. she has a um, coverlet on that looks like a sort of quilt and it has like a little boho medallion thing going on. And maybe it's probably black, it might be a navy black and cream and like a little bit of a saffrony color. Oh, it might be cut. Okay. Yeah. You think? I don't, I,
1: yeah, it's hard to tell, but I don't know if that's a duvet or I'm thinking it's a quilt, but I could be wrong.
0: Yeah. I, that's what I said. A quilt. Okay. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. And then, so, and so that's basically Mm. it. So this room is a bit of a blank slate and there's a. Which is great
1: work. I mean, it's, it's honestly, it's easier to start with a blank slate than a room that's got a lot in it.
0: Right. And then the rug I should mention is, it looks like it's a wall to wall and it's a low pile shaggy kind of. Like a frise, I would say.
1: That's yeah, and it's that. um
0: mm-hmm. kind of like a taupey color. Yeah, kind of camel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's a large window. Um, it looks like there's a TV on the floor that maybe hasn't made it to its spot yet because it looks like there's some sort of sporting event or something going on on the television. On, uh, but there's a. Yeah, large... I don't think that's staying there. Yet. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then there's a very large window that appears to be very bright. There's a lot of natural light coming in, so that's awesome. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for me to
1: yeah, go. throw out some ideas? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so looking at the room, there's not a lot of fabric uh, beyond the carpet and the uh, quilt on the bed. So I think to soften the room, I would definitely, it looks like there's not, um you know, there, I don't know. I can't tell if there's uh blinds or anything on the windows, but it does feel like it would really be helped by some nice full curtains on either side of the window. I think that would be a nice touch, and I would definitely take that rod up to the ceiling and make sure your panels on either side are not actually covering the window. So I would maybe do it. I don't know what the window looks like. I don't know what that whole wall looks like, but it looks like there's maybe just two and a half, maybe 30 inches of room on either side of the window, but it's a huge window. So if it's as I think it is, I would probably let... A lot of that wall be a curtain, couple of curtain panels over to each side that look nice and full, and then take that rod right up to the ceiling, um, and then I I think with the bed. I think it could use, I would probably put some Euro pillows to get some height on the pillows. It's got a very, very tall headboard, but the pillows are fairly laying fairly flat on there. So I think I would do some euros to really add some interest and give it some, give you something to look at rather than just the large headboard. I think that would be a nice uh, thing to have in front of the headboard. And another thing I think that would make it feel more luscious is would be to roll up and have a duvet at the foot of the bed. And the colors on the duvet, you know, you're just going to want to go with something that's coordinating with the colors that are on the bed. It looks like uh, it's a very um, blue and white pattern that's, uh, you know, a fairly simple one. So it shouldn't be too hard to find a duvet that's going to go with that. Uh, you could even go with a white one or a solid blue one if you didn't want to introduce another pattern. Uh, a a solid duvet but i think that would be nice to have a duvet at the foot and then have some matching euro pillows uh at the headboard and as far as a rug because the room is carpeted i would and it and it's not a super flat it's not a berber i would probably avoid a rug on the floor and then as far as the lamps go um it's hard to recommend a specific one uh, but I would definitely, because that headboard is so tall, I would make sure that you put some large lamps here. You do not want them looking dwarfed by the large scale of the headboard. So I would definitely go with a large scale, tall uh, lamp on either side. How about you?
0: Wow. That was fantastic. Ditto. It all oh. sounded good to <laughs> okay. me. Really uh-huh. great. Um, Yes. And you can Stay in the neutral tones for, with all the things that Anita's mentioning, or you could maybe work in some, uh, you know, the, if it's the black that you like, maybe something like that. Um, I'm thinking about the lamps, and I so agree with you, Anita. That headboard is pretty massive right? and goes up very high. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking... definitely could do big lamps. And if I was going to do lamps, I think I would do some sort of woven shade just to add some more texture because I'm uh feeling like this room needs more texture to it. So maybe like one of those water hyacinth. I know Ballard sells those and probably some other places sell them as well. But maybe because this headboard goes up so high, maybe you put gonces on either side you know the kinds that can either you know that arc arc out a bit and there are so many different ones you could do them in metals you could have them with some sort of cloth shade or even this textured shades Uh, and they can be hardwired but you can also just have them directly plugged in if there are outlets behind there which they probably are. Uh, And I think that could look really cool there because it will, again, keep your eye up. And and as I said, I so agree with you. You don't want squat little lamps on either side.
1: Yeah, I think that's nice. Um, I mean, I think that sounds great. And that's a great idea to come up with something a little more textured for the shades. So that's
0: another option. And I would add a plant to the room, Um, something organic. I feel like it needs some green. And with all that natural light, I think you can really do that. As Anita mentioned, because the way the photograph is taken, we can't tell. It looks like there might be blinds there from the little corner of the photo. But if there's not, uh, I would do some natural wovens or something there in addition to the draperies that Anita's mentioning, because you're definitely going to need some privacy. Yeah, and and you could put something above the bed or not, as far as artwork. Yeah, I I was just going to talk about above the bed. I'm Mm -hmm. thinking I wouldn't put anything there.
1: Yeah, it kind of, yeah, I'd have to see everything else. Uh, But also, I think based on seeing the room, that Jessie's kind of a minimalist girl, so I'm thinking she may not want anything up there. Right. So I'm trying to, you know, kind of think about what is going to appeal to her. right. And I think that might be best for her, right? Because that headboard yeah. goes
0: up so high, and it's mm-hmm. on an arch. It, would yes. you'd have to have something really long and narrow. I don't know. It'd kind of be like you'd have to have a very specific thing to go up there. So I right, think we'll not just
1: anything is going to go there. You'd have to be very careful with that. So
0: yeah, well, that's
1: great. Well, thank you, Jesse, so much for sending that in for us to weigh in on. I hope that that gave you some uh, good ideas or a place to start. If you have any questions or tips to share or just want to say hi, drop us a note at decoratingtipsandtricks@gmail.com at And uh, thanks for sharing your day with us. Remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.
0: want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space. We are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon.